0: I'm Liz Hunt. And I'm Chelsea Poppins. And this is the Agency Rocket Show where we talk about all things related to creative business and the general chaos of running an agency. good stuff. So today we're going to talk about, we have two options.
1: Nope. You or, pick the option. You just go. Just run with it.
0: Okay. Let's talk about client edits. <laughs> Recently, I was chatting with a friend of mine who works for a different agency. And he was telling me that at their agency, when a client sends edits, they just do them. Like they don't ever give pushback they don't ever get. They don't ever get an opinion on anything. Um, if the client gives them edits, they just do the edits. <laughs> and honestly, I was uh, kind of floored because this agency is four times the size of ours, and they have you know, designers, art directors, project managers, account managers, account executives, and like, just like layers upon layers upon layers of like people and people whose sole job it is to like, be the people people, you know, like people managers, people whose job it is to like manage the clients and like, that's their whole job. And I was just really surprised by that, especially because, you know...
1: Do you think they charge more money in order to have kind of like an unlimited...
0: This agency? Yeah. I know they charge more money than we do, like at our agency, because, I mean, they're huge. So they have, a, you know, four times the overhead that we mm-hmm. do, right? Um, actually, more than four times overhead. Just to me... I've just always had the mindset of like, we're the experts, not the clients. Like, and you've heard me say this before, where like, if a client ever sends a book of edits, like I always purposefully go find something to push back on. Even if all their edits are like stupid and like nitty gritty things that don't matter at all, I will purposely find stuff to tell them no on Hmm. just to prove a point that like the client is not in charge of this project, that we are in charge. We are the experts and all this stuff. So um, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this?
1: No, I like the way we do it. Um, We intentionally make it clear that we're driving the car um, Mm -hmm. and that we, we respect and we appreciate the client's input and we take it, um, and gain direction from that. Obviously we have the mm-hmm. large, that's why we have long discovery sessions so we can get the client's opinion in the beginning, but we are the experts. That's why clients should be hiring us and, I, I like the way we do it at DayCloud, cloud, where we have two rounds of client edits, which sets the boundary that our client needs to put everything together and get it to us in that phase that we're in of the project. Mm-hmm. And then that they have one, one more. And I also help, think it helps us to like not go out of scope. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe if that larger agency, maybe they go over scope all the time, but maybe they're they have that unlimited edits Involved in order to make room for those unlimited edits. So they have a yeah. the cushion built into their initial price. Yeah. Um,
0: surely. Okay. I guess I don't really know how other agencies do it except for maybe a couple, but like surely no agency has unlimited edits. That just seems. Excessive. Outrageous to me. Like how would you ever make any money because clients would eat you alive.
1: Right. And, and the designers would constantly have to be like, we get small, petty edits where it's like, Oh, the designer has to open the file, make that edit, export it in the right format. And then it takes that time for like, whereas like us making sure that all the edits are accounted for. And then our designer goes in and, um, makes all those changes at one time. It saves like time on our end and, um, budget.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just like the other day, you had someone emailing a current client of ours, emailing about um, they were wanting us to do, what was it? They were wanting us to do something and we're like, okay, it's going to cost this much. And they were like, okay, well, they didn't say it was too much, but they were basically like, well, okay, what about this email header? Cause they're like, ah, it's going to be too much. They didn't ever say it was too much, but they were just like, hmm. Well, what if we only had you guys do this? And it's like, hey, we still have to like design the work and still have to open our software. And, you know, like, just because it's on a smaller canvas doesn't mean you don't have to still do the work.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a very like small dollar, like a small dollar change. I don't think they realized that <laughs> that you yeah. still have to design no yeah. matter what, no matter yeah. what, like, yeah. whether it's, whether we're printing it or whether you're emailing it, like it's mm-hmm. still being designed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like there's still, are spending still our time, time on this. Yeah. So
1: I'm like, that's why I like, it's important to even, I like, just have minimums for yeah. what your designers are going to do because yeah. like, at certain levels, I mm-hmm. mean, it needs to be like at least whatever amount minimum in order to actually do a design project um, yeah. In order make so that it, you're actually making money and yeah. making use of your time.
0: Yeah. Make it worth your time to even open up your software. Yeah. And email them, you know, make it worth your time to even have a conversation with that person and back to the edits. Um, like what you were saying about, you know, we uh, do, um, uh, two rounds of edits per deliverable and so or like per kind of like phase of the project so like if it's a website it's like they get two rounds of edits on the wireframe and then they get two rounds of edits on the design right and so we allow that because like a website is a ton of work you know like we're not just going to give them two rounds of edits on the final piece because you know, like, that's not really fair, right? Like, if they only get two rounds of edits on the final piece of the design, we're going to have to redo the whole thing at the end. <laughs> you know, so we we do two rounds of edits throughout the process and, like, throughout each kind of, like, primary phase. deliverable. Yeah, throughout the phases, yeah, or the primary deliverables that we have within each phase. So it does make it a little tricky, I think, because it actually, I think it puts more pressure on us to manage those rounds of edits. Don't you think, Chelsea?
1: Yeah, I think the way we say it is always, like one, setting expectations up in the beginning and two, keeping track of the rounds of edits that clients are sending you on your internal side. And then um, communicating that to the clients that they're like, oh yeah, like we're at round one mm-hmm. and just like constantly communicating um, mm-hmm. so that it's clear where you are at in that process and yeah. where those boundaries are um, so that they know that what falls out of scope and what they're getting charged for mm-hmm. so that they're never surprised by like, oh, that fell out of scope and I'm, I'm getting charged the hourly rate right now for this phase of edits because it's out of our second round. Yeah, um, Clear communication always helps in those relationships no matter yeah. what it is.
0: Yeah. And so one of the things that we do in order to help with that clear communication is we put two rounds of edits per deliverable, that language, we say two rounds of modifications from the client per deliverable. We say that in our contracts. And then we say anything above and beyond that goes to our hourly rate. And our hourly rate is X. it's changed here and there. Uh, at one point it was 140 an hour. Uh, we've bumped it up to 200 an hour depending on the client. So, um, yeah. And we do that in the contract because that, that allows us a contract to fall back on when a client is like, okay, round three, you know, round 16 you We're like, okay, sure. Here's the estimate for all the extra work, you know, going to cost you an extra four hours at $200 an hour. Do you still Mm want to proceed? (laughs) And they say yes or no, (laughs) right? Sometimes they say yes. Sometimes they say no. Mm -hmm. So at least you're getting paid.
1: I know a lot of people who have worked with or are jaded from working with marketing agencies because they'll just, they'll just do the work. And then they'll yeah. invoice later. And then when the client gets that invoice, they're like, oh, well, what are these additional charges? You never let me know that this was like an additional charge. And right. so they end up paying um, extra without even realizing it until yeah. the end. And yeah. then that's what creates that terrible relationship or negative connotation with yeah. agencies because they're like, yeah. oh, every agency that I've worked with has kind of like screwed me in some way. Yeah. Or they don't provide the quality of service or work that they promised. Yeah. Um.
0: That's a really good point. We've really tried to like set those expectations up front, but it means that the, the way that you do that is by having some of those awkward conversations in the beginning, but it's so that you don't have to have a difficult conversation later on when it's like, Hey, you went over the the dollar, the scope, like this was scope creep, so now you owe me an extra thousand dollars. Well, instead of doing that, because that surprises people, like, and people do not like surprises, people do not like change, except for me. I love surprises and I love change, but most people don't. And so like, if you say from the beginning, hey, two rounds of edits, if we go over that, then it's, you know, like we go to hourly rates. And then throughout the project, you let them know, okay, here's round one of edits. And then when you're emailing them, that's you just put it in the subject of the email. That's all you have to do. And then when they send you a second round, you say, okay, here's second round of edits, second and final round of edits, right? And then if they send a third round, you say, this is great. We're happy to do this. Here is an estimate for the additional round of edits. That's all you have to do. You don't have to make it weird. You don't have to be like, no, we can't do this. Our contract is whatever. You just say, yes, we'd love to do these. And here is the estimate. Then give them an estimate for the additional round of edits. Mm -hmm. And then they can choose if they want to do that or not.
1: Yeah, it's it's just like we mentioned in one of our previous podcasts, it's like always operating from a yes mentality. And Mm -hmm. then... Like letting the client be the one that kind of like says, Oh no, that doesn't work. Yeah, let what them I want to do hit the brakes.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. Being a solutions driven person, not like a no person, you know, like that's a huge part of our culture mm-hmm. is we say yes and instead of saying nope, <laughs> you can't do that, client, you just say, Yeah, we can do that and it's going to cost you more. So great, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd be happy to do that for you, you know,
1: but sure. you also don't surprise a large them.
0: amount of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think that's always a really, a really good way to go about it. And that's how we like to do it. What about, so like, that's if, that's if they try to scope, if there's like scope creep. Oh, that's edits that are like scope creep, right? What about edits that are like just bad like outright wrong we shouldn't do them you know bad ideas that kind of thing
1: what do we do about are you talking those? about like poor taste in the design
0: yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: um like we've had i mean there's there's different ways to frame it like in the in some instances that are coming to mind right now it's like uh there is one instance where I was like, you can say like, it's not best practice to do Mm -hmm. a certain thing. Um, Yeah. Like on website stuff, if someone comes off the rail with like a suggestion in their Mm -hmm. client feedback, it's like, can you do this? You're like, well, that's not really best website practices. And we don't recommend doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. framing it in that way. Mm -hmm. Or even like we had someone suggest we're doing like a billboard graphic for someone and they wanted like an image on there and or an image in a place where like we i wouldn't recommend because the initial image actually made sense from the audience that we were trying to reach Mm -hmm. so just like framing it in a way you're like yes we can do that but we wouldn't recommend it because of that instance the, the photo in there was placed there because mm-hmm. um, that's why the intention why, of why our designers made that choice. Yeah, Like explaining the why we did things, I think definitely helps because like people, clients want to have ideas, yeah. um, but they don't always understand. We are the, like, we are the experts. So drive, that's an instance of just driving the car for a mm-hmm. reasoning of why something was created the way it mm-hmm.
0: was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Another tactic that I have used is I will like design out the idea that they created and then I'll design out a better option (laughs) and just be like, hey, here's your idea. And then here's another one that I created um, that I recommend we move forward with. Let me know which one you like better. You know, and I just show them that like compare- their idea is bad. <laughs> their idea is bad. Like just, so I just show them like as a good comparison. Like here's a really good idea, and here's your really terrible idea. I'll let you decide. <laughs> but sometimes you know?
1: that does, like, as we've as we found yep. out yep. this year, we
0: we're, like have.
1: they'll understand. Like when they see this in comparison, yep. they'll be like, "Oh, that's a bad idea." But yep. they like. They loved it. And that was just like an an example of someone who has very poor taste in design.
0: Yep, exactly. We're like,
1: oh, no, that
0: backfired. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. And or like, um, do you remember the one where they wanted on their homepage of their website? First thing that shows up on their website, they wanted it to say, pleasing you pleases us. Do you remember that? Yeah, how can I forget? <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh, yeah. Um, Do you not see what we see? <laughs> like, are you sure? Like, are you really sure? Like, and that's what you we want to go intentionally hit it
1: like in the site, like we did it, but we like put it on a different page and then we brought it back to them to show them the website. And they're like, and Oh, they're, well,
0: no. we <laughs> know like,
1: we, we wanted it on the home page.
0: Pleasing you pleases us.
1: Whatever you want.
0: <laughs> okay. I, and so then there are times like that, like sometimes you win. And like, sometimes the client will like see, honestly, of the time we win. The client sees our ideas and realizes their ideas were terrible and that we're way better at this than they are. But then there are those 2% of times when that happens and the client is like, Nope, (laughs) we want our idea. (laughs) And uh, you just, in those times, you just have to realize that like, Pick they your battles. Are pay- they are paying your bills. And uh, it's just going to be how it is, you know? And uh, you just won't show their stuff in your portfolio. So, also,
1: not everybody is as perverted-minded as us. So they might not even
0: <laughs> I don't see it that. like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe that at all. I'm pretty sure every single person listening to this is, gutter. Thinking, is thinking gutter. the exact same thing that we are. <laughs> So what other tactics do I deploy? Like if we are like, ooh, this is a bad idea. We try to use reason and logic, you know, like, hey, this just, like, it just doesn't work. Like even just logistically, it doesn't work. Um, Oh, another one that we, that I specifically will use is, hey, this is like think about who your audience is you know because a lot of times um so well sometimes clients can be thinking about personal preference rather than like well i just don't like the color yellow you know and it's like cool but like we also have to think about who your audience is and what your brand is supposed to mean to them, you know? And so, you know, a lot of times we can work around clients' preferences, right? Like that's something that I think we as creatives can figure out how to do. Like that's part of, I think, being ultra creative is that you can create within certain limitations, right? One of them being Mm -hmm. a client's stylistic preferences you also have to, we also have to really seriously consider the audience, right? And so that's something that I have used in conversations and uh, when I am trying to win a design with a client, which is like, okay, but, you know, our audience, they are going to love this, that, and, you know, the other yeah. thing type of a, a conversation. I'll use that quite a bit,
1: too. Yeah. I think we do a great job of working in logic into into our way of saying, like, that's not going to work. Like, yeah. for instance, one of our clients wanted to – our stylescapes a branding. So mm-hmm. uh, our stylescapes are built around a certain vision, um, mm-hmm. like, soft, like, calming. So, like, sometimes the logo is going to be – have, like – Elements within it that are soft that make it look soft or like around, mm-hmm. and then they want like a different logo and a different stylescape to be placed in that mm-hmm. that concept that st- the other stylescape. and mm-hmm. you're like, well, that's not going to work because these hard edges, these sharp pieces of this logo don't work with like the soft elements that we've created for this stylescape, so yeah. then like there's ways for us to say no because it's harder to work a specific logo into an overall concept sometimes yeah. and so yeah. then we can say no in that way
0: yeah 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 that's a good point like technicality and yeah and that's actually a really good point because there are some times that I just go like super designer speak on people just this is gonna sound terrible but like just to get them to like back down <laughs> Like back off of it, you know, like at some point, and I don't do this often.
1: You're like, I'm going to use big words to make you understand that I am the expert. in this. Yeah, a little
0: bit like there. And seriously, we've had we've had this agency for I think it's been almost 12 years now. And I have done this less than a handful of times where I go like full designer speak on them. Just to kind of like be like, "Hey, sit down and shut up, please." You know, like seriously. And I'll is... add a disclaimer: where li- I'm like L- Liz
1: does this not that often.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like seriously, it's maybe been three times ever. She
1: doesn't bully people with designer speak that it's,
0: often. I'm, it's not bully. <laughs> it's not bullying. I don't bully anyone. But it's it's just like a, hey, just stop you know like you don't know okay and i really do know and you don't know (laughs) It's, it's what i'm trying to say you know and so i'll say things like the stylistic approach that we took is abstracted illustration you know like just hardcore of and the letting is yeah it's i'll say that kind of stuff Otherwise, I don't, I don't ever use that kind of language. I say, we made it really approachable. You know, Everything's really rounded and puffy, so you can see that it's really friendly and approachable. You know, I'll say stuff like that, that makes people understand stuff better.
1: We, we use a lot of tactics in order to kind of...
0: Convince get... and persuade and yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Persuade people to our side. That's very, very true.
1: At the end of the day, we don't like making client edits.
0: (laughs) Truthfully, yes. Oh, okay. So thank you for saying that too, because, you know, there, okay, there have been times, like, what do we do when a client is, like, either really mean about edits Mm. or a client has the most ridiculous edits? This should be moved underneath this. And like the most like things that do not matter. Which one do you want to tackle first? Mean edits or petty edits?
1: Oh, petty edits. Okay. I'm, I'm resonating with that one this week.
0: <laughs> okay. okay, so what do we do about those? I know what I do. Lead the do way. You? Okay. Well, when it's petty edits, I, that's usually when we get the book of edits and when that happens, usually what I like to do is I give the client a call (laughs) and I say, Hey, what's the goal here? What's your goal with this stuff? Like, and can you tell me? And then they say whatever they say. And then I say, okay, um, so why, why did you say this? And then I ask about specific things. Like, why did you want the signature of the executive director? Why, why did you want the signature to be directly below and not beside his name? And then they'll say something like, well, it's cause that's just how we've always done it. And I'll be like, okay. So there's not an actual reason. <laughs> And I'll be like, okay, so tell me again what the goal is here. We're trying to get donors or, you know, whatever it is. Like, okay, so how about, and then I help us realign on things on the call. And I say, help me understand what we're trying to do and what the goal of this is, right? And then I, I really kindly point out that their edits are really stupid (laughs) and that we're not going to do them and that they don't matter. The things that they're asking us to do don't matter. And then I point out the ones that I'm like, hey, okay, so talk to me about this. You didn't feel like this one really hit the mark. Tell me more about that. You know, and I ask for clarity and, you know, and I talk through things and I'm like, you know, but some of these more petty ones, I don't say petty, but yeah. I'm like, but some of these more specific ones, like why? Yeah. Yeah. Like why? And then they can't answer. So then I they realize, yeah, <laughs> there's
1: been one that comes to mind. I can't name drop or anything, but, yeah. uh, I think we just we we politely pushed back on some of them, but mm-hmm. I think it came to a point where we had to actually talk to the the main person and tell her that the relationship isn't going as smoothly as possible because of nitpicky mm. or petty stuff over.
0: Yeah, like it, was, it was
1: social media. Like it, so it wasn't like it wasn't crazy important. It wasn't a large project that's like absolutely permanent. It's just more, more like social media posting or stories or things. And so it was like very petty, small nitpicky things Mm -hmm. on like social media graphics or like uh, periods needing to be places or like things along those lines that we actually just had to be like, Hey, this relationship could go smoother if it was like, if we Mm -hmm. understand that this isn't, this isn't ride or die. Like, yeah. Like the importance of this isn't here. It's actually like here. And for the sake of your time and efficiency on our end, good enough is good enough sometimes.
0: (laughs) Or you pay us double our fee because this is, freaking ridiculous yeah,
1: yeah that is an instance where you're like you're only paying like
0: <laughs> yeah you're not, you're paying, not paying enough, enough.
1: to <laughs> yeah. be this nitpicky mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is a thing i'm like you could pay us like a crap ton in order mm-hmm. to pay attention to all these petty i'm like sure there's a line only
0: get two rounds of edits though. <laughs> yeah that's true very very um yeah it, petty edits yeah. We really try to put the kabosh on that. I and usually it's something that I take on with the client. It's mm-hmm. not something I let our designers do. And that's actually kind of like a protocol in our office is if somebody, if a client sends us a lot of edits, the team is supposed to let me know. Um, if they're really minor, stupid little things, because at that point, that's like a red flag to me that the client is trying to play art director. And I don't allow that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm the I'm the creative director.
1: And <laughs> yeah. you do a great job of... It, squashing things and saying things in a, <laughs> and, and saying it in an articulate way that isn't disrespectful. Whereas I'm like, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> and, and you're like, yeah, you're not talking to the client, Chelsea. <laughs> you're like, nah, I got this. Or, or it'll be like, I'm like, Liz, can you, um, can you handle this one? You're so much can, prettier can and you call more Karen? charismatic and so much more articulate than me. And you're so good at handling all these difficult conversations.
0: Uh, you only <laughs> say that so you don't have to call them uh, and have all the hard conversations. I I
1: still have a fair share of hard conversations. Yeah, but there's
0: plenty to go around. So that's
1: true. Sometimes I'm just like, you're Liz, you're so much better at it than me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, (laughs) because I've screwed it up a lot.
1: (laughs) And also you're like, yeah, I don't want Chelsea to offend somebody.
0: (laughs) I promise you that's not what I'm thinking.
1: The funny thing is like we say what we think to each other. we're yeah. like, Oh my God. Yeah. And when we talk to the clients, we're just like, so like, you know, the memes where they're like, Oh, this is the professional way of saying like, fuck this. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you're like, I'll, I'll like say what I'm <laughs> thinking in the office and you'll be like, uh-huh. you catch more bees with honey. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not gonna tell the client <laughs> this. <laughs> like, do you think I am? Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> I know. Do I want to get fired? No. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of those difficult conversations, my primary tactic for it is like leading with questions almost every time. It's like, hey, client, um, what do you think about all these edits you're sending? (laughs) Even that is like kind of throws people off and they don't know how to respond a lot of times. Or I'll be like, hey, like why why did you like this specific edit? What did you mean by this? Or can you clarify why it needs to be this way? Or can you explain like your reasoning for this? I don't say it like that. Even that is like a little too accusatory. So like, Hey, can you tell me more about what you were thinking when you said this, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a nicer way even. So I just say, I just ask a lot of questions and that's how I, you uh, kind of just
1: imply that, that they need no, the a question. I'm, no, you 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 do it subtly. You subtly <laughs> imply that they should question their feedback a little bit. Like it's I, it,
0: yeah, I get them to reconsider. You know, and like, I do. Oh, it by,
1: they're asking. Yeah. They they sound unsure of my edits, so I'm like, mm-hmm. I should feel unsure of what I mm-hmm. said in yeah. a, like a nice way. Yeah, but not attacking. Yeah
0: yes exactly and that's the thing is like client edits um it really shouldn't be adversarial you really should be a partner (laughs) with your client and like your goals should all be the same you should be aligned and so like that's one of the things with when you're doing client edits is like you guys are on the same side we are on the same side with our clients we don't have a hidden agenda Like, like, I want my clients to succeed. And I don't know that they want me to succeed. But whatever, like, some of them do some of them don't, I'm sure. But that's neither here nor there. But like, my goal is to help them reach their goals, right? And so like, I don't want the relationship to be full of tension or you know any sort of like contentious nature at all, have any contentious nature at all, right? So like that's why being able to have those difficult conversations in a very non-defensive um, unassuming way is like really key actually. Being able to have those conversations leading with questions. Um, is, like, really powerful because the client responds really well to that and it gets you back in alignment, you know? And mm-hmm. it helps you get rid of all those edits that you didn't want to have. Which leads to our last point, which is when you have really mean client edits.
1: Mm-hmm. Trying to have... I do remember...
0: Stop it. <laughs> you're trying to
1: remember. I have one, but I don't remember how we. Well, you just talk to them. Uh, yeah. I have one in mind where you just kind of talk to <laughs> them. You're another like, one. you're, you're, you're <laughs> just like, I think, I think I remember you saying, um, we have different communication styles and don't think we're a good fit. Like, oh. uh, that's what it came to. But well, as far.
0: Yeah. I wasn't thinking about. Firing the client. I mean, just like when they yeah, but leave that was us... after
1: multiple mean comments. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that was like a, an actual difference of like yeah. we were never gonna fix the issue. Yeah, this, and you one... you
1: actively said they're like, hey, your comments are kind of disrespectful towards yeah. my team, and yeah, um, and
0: it never got better.
1: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there's been other times where they're like, oh, your design looks like a Canva creation or a canva template and you're like
0: yep yeah actually yeah or we show up to a meeting and they ambush us you know with whatever you know we've that's happened before i'm talking about the like voicemails that we've gotten where they're like hey this totally misses the mark and I, i don't know what to do i don't even know that kind of stuff I've had voicemail, or I've had phone calls where someone called me, she was a brand new marketing person I was working with. And I had been working on this client for years and years and she was brand new to the team, not my team, the client's team. And she was like, it looks like somebody just threw it up on the page and just slapped it up there. And I was like, oh my God. But I've had people say like, it looks like clip art, you know. We've had people say, like you said, it looks like a Canva template. What else? Yeah, we've had some pretty insulting things.
1: I think it's always so i can't think of anything like specific where thing we're handled in oh, like they? other we're handled in any other way where we didn't like approach the topic and talk to them about it and yeah. be like hey how did we miss the mark or hey yeah. you said you said this in the beginning that's why we created this so mm-hmm. in our minds we hit the mark um because mm-hmm. we were listening to you in these ways um, yeah every like specific things that the client had said that they Mm -hmm. wanted or a vision that we were trying to replicate. I think like explaining those things, we've done a good job of like, like counteracting those mean comments just Mm -hmm. by saying, Hey, (laughs) you said this, this is why we created this. And Mm -hmm. so your, your comment is pretty like dramatic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Usually something like that being said kind of kickstarts, two different things. One, in my mind, I immediately start planning for when we can fire that client.
1: Or when we can send the final invoice.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, seriously, for real though, like uh, y- like you can't always, and sometimes you just have to like, like push through. To me, I am a, I always follow through with what I said I would do. And so I would never, because of something that some, like some client offended me or, you know, unless it were something like, you know, illegal or, you know, like Mm -hmm. serious abuse, something like that. But if they like were insulting our work,
1: we find um, a way to wrap it up.
0: Well, yeah, we always finish the project, you know, is what I'm saying. Like I follow through on what we said we were going to do. Um, But if something like that happens, I am immediately already planning in my head for like, okay, we are not going to work with you after we finish this because we just don't operate that way. That's not um, part of who we are. Part of who we are at DayCloud is that we are we operate in kindness and we treat our clients with kindness and we expect to be treated with kindness as well. Um, kindness is not always like nice. You don't always have to be nice. It, like sometimes you have to be firm and sometimes you have to be honest. And that is not always, that's not always nice, but being kind is, it's always like a foundation for every relationship that we have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And sometimes you still have to have difficult conversations and you, that is still being kind, even in difficult conversations. Okay. So that's a side note. But, um, so that's the first thing I do is I am planning for the end, (laughs) right? The second thing I do is I call that person, whoever made those terrible comments, I call them immediately.
1: Because it's easier to say things through text or email than it is to say them out loud for most people.
0: You're, that is exactly right because um, that is actually a very good point because almost every time it has not been on the phone or Zoom with me. It's always been a voicemail or an email that someone has said those terrible things. There's been twice that someone has said in a meeting it was clip art and um, the other one it was a voicemail. No, it was over the phone, but it was somebody I didn't know. And she was just being super mean. So, um, but that's, you know, every time, every other time it's been email and voicemail. So you're right. It is way, way easier to be mean on, mm-hmm. on when there's not someone else looking back at you. And so it, I called them immediately.
1: Go ahead. It is important to nip it in the butt right away because otherwise <laughs> yeah. you can, if you kind of forced through for too long it creates a toxic environment yep. for your employees your designers yeah. for anybody everybody involved yeah. because one you don't look forward to being a part of that project no matter yeah you don't two you don't look forward to seeing any emails coming in your inbox yeah. from that specific person yeah. and so then it just creates a cycle of just like not bitterness towards mm-hmm. that relationship and yeah. um, that being a part of that project and it's not fruitful yeah. for anybody involved
0: yeah yeah Yeah, that's a good point, because um, the first thing, the second thing I do is I get a hold of that person and I say, what's going on? Like, what happened? Why do you feel this way? And then I say, "Okay, here's the plan. (laughs) And I say, tell me what the problem is. And then I get their feedback and then I make a plan for how we're going to fix it. And then I let the client know and then stop it. We can go for however long we want, Chelsea. I know.
1: And however many people drip off after that hour is
0: fine. It's fine. (laughs) So, but, you know, the other thing is like, I will take that back to my team. And to your point, I always check in with them because when you get something like that from a client, the team is going to take it really hard the person who, is actually, who actually did the work, that was super insulted, um, they're gonna take it really hard. And then everyone else on the team is going to be offended for them, like on their behalf. And so it's my job as creative director and being in charge of it, of the team to like help them process and help them
1: Understand that it's not like a personal attack on them.
0: Yeah, yes. And um, help them know that I see it different, you know? Help them know that, hey, that client was wrong to say that. They should not have said that, you know? They need to know that, like, I am on their side, mm-hmm. you know? And that's something that I always try to do is, like, help them know that, like, I'm going to defend them I'm on their team. We're going to fix it and I'm going to help. They're not alone in this. Yes, what the client said was really crappy and they should not have said those things. But here's the path that we're going to take to fix it and I'm really sorry that that happened, you know. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, saying whatever I can to help them get past those hurt feelings because that's what happens. Like, mm-hmm. clients say mean things and it hurts your feelings. And, like, it's gonna happen. So, like, that's part of my job too, is helping the team process through the offense and the hurt, and to in order to not allow that stuff to steal their creativity yep. because it can. That's like, there's a lot. I think we could have a whole
1: other episode around client edits and working through those. But Mm -hmm. as we wrap up, not to cut you off, Liz, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm here. The bad, she's the good cop. I'm the bad cop. It's fine. Always. But as we wrap up this episode of talking about client edits, um, what to do about petty edits, what to do about mean edits and how to (laughs) interact with your client in those scenarios hope you liked our episode like share follow send us an email at com. we have multiple emails but (laughs) um shoot us an email with your feedback we'd love to hear it mostly good um none of the bad but happy happy day good podcast goodbye